stress. It's a part of life. But when we don't manage it properly, it builds and builds and it steals our joy and our ability to live life to the fullest. Imagine how great our lives would be if we were just able to manage big and small stressors in our lives. That's what we'll be talking about today. Hello and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. I am so excited to welcome Sarah Webb. She is a speaker, a mom, and author and a twice a day meditator. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Robin. Talk to us a little bit about your background, how you got involved in this, what you're doing to help people and how it actually helps them. Absolutely. I am a meditation healer. Essentially, I teach meditation. I guide people toward their own spiritual alignment. Of course, I speak publicly and I run groups because meditation saved my life. I am a different person because I began meditating for 20 minutes twice a day doing a practice called transcendental meditation six years ago. And that really changed the way that I was able to experience my life. It gave me that 30,000 foot view of my habits and my responses or reactions. You know, there's a big difference between a reaction and a response that's more measured. And when I began meditating regularly, which I had tried other kinds of meditation before, but when I began really leaning into it, I started to see myself and I started to really notice what I was doing in my life. And so a cascade of beautiful and very hard things occurred in my life. After I began meditating regularly, I came out of the closet. I got a divorce. I got sober off of alcohol and not necessarily in that order, but that all occurred in 2019. And I'm so blessed because I am a free person now. I am free from the chains of any substances and I'm able to live my life as the woman that I am. I was repressing some old sexual trauma and trying to numb out with the most accepted drug that there is out there, alcohol. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't drink at all, but for me, it was a crutch and it was a way to not feel And so when I got free, I realized that I was not enjoying and I wasn't able to be intimate with my now ex-husband. So I got a divorce and and came out because I had lived as a gay woman, but in the closet Mm -hmm. many years prior, and then subsequently sustained that incredibly traumatic event. And I am teaching people how to get in touch with themselves because there's, there's really a lot of actual biology around meditation works. And if you will, I'll share. Absolutely. Because so many times when people hear the word meditation, it it's just, oh, it's somebody sitting on a mountain cross leg, you know, meditation. I mean, it's getting to be more and more acceptable now, but we don't learn it as kids. It's not something part of most people's lives. It's kind of out there, some kind of thing. We know it's good, but what is it? You know, how do you do it? And people are busy. And just like you said, you can lose track of things and start, you know, getting stuck on other substances to kind of numb your stress or your pain or whatever it is. So yes, talk to us about that. What, what is meditation? How does it work? And what are the ways we can incorporate it into our lives? 
Wow. I can't wait to answer all of those questions. (laughs) I hope that I can. (laughs) First, I'll go back to a comment that you made. Deepak Chopra said that if we would just teach every eight-year-old in the world to meditate, we would achieve world peace in one generation. Wow. That's a big thing. And Deepak Chopra, I mean, gosh, he's a powerhouse. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He absolutely knows what he's talking about. And when we get quiet with ourselves, which is, you, you said it very aptly, most people are afraid to get quiet with themselves. When we experience discomfort, we reach for the familiar, the television show, the person, the shopping online, it's distraction and dissociation in order to not feel what we don't want to feel, these perceived negative emotions. And we store those things in our bodies. And we are spiritual beings having a physical experience and our bodies have so much to tell us. And I'll give you the science behind it. All around us, it doesn't matter if you're in a busy street or on a mountaintop, there are literally billions of bits of data. That's billions with a B. And the human brain is pretty phenomenal. And it can process around 11 million bits per second. However, we are only conscious of between 40 and 50 of those 11 million bits per second. That's right. Not 40 or 50,000. On average, we're conscious of 45 out of the 11 million bits that are hitting our brains and our bodies. 99.96% of information that we are, that we have available to us is being processed by our subconscious. So that means we're Mm -hmm. conscious of 0.04%. We also have five senses and we have 11 million sensory receptors, but 10 million out of the 11 million sensory receptors are dedicated to our sight. So if you want to access that 99.96% of information, Well, shut off 10 million of your 11 million sensory receptors and slow your brain down and listen to the wisdom of your body. I mean, we're so busy telling our body what to do, drive Mm -hmm. the car, brush the teeth, go to work. It's Mm -hmm. always our mind telling our body, but our bodies have this information. We're only conscious of 0.04%. So if we just sit down and begin to listen to the Mm -hmm. wisdom that our bodies contain. And there are a number of different techniques. I mean, there are literally thousands of different techniques out there. And I think it's a big barrier because a lot of people think, yes, I'm not doing it right. Or they feel like they need an instructor or maybe they're afraid of what might come up like mm-hmm. some sort of a trauma. But no, they just don't know how to do it. I mean, some, exactly. it could be as simple as that. What, what is meditate? How do you do it? You know, and so they just and, don't. Yeah, and I think like you said, people have this idea of what's supposed to happen, that you're supposed to be sitting in a lotus or you're supposed <laughs> to be in this beautiful, serene place. I mean, I've yes. meditated in a lot of weird places. I use my car a lot, actually. I don't uh-huh. meditate and drive. Trust me, that is not something <laughs> well, I could go. <laughs> good to know. But you know, before I leave a location, especially work, or before I go inside of a location, especially home, before I get caught up in all that stuff, or before, like, hey, I'm I'm on the way home with the groceries, honey. I'll be there in 15 minutes. You've got three minutes. You've got five minutes to just sit back, 
close your eyes, turn off 10 million or 11 million sensory receptors <laughs> and get quiet and allow your brain to go into some of the brainwave states that we have in the early part of our lives. We're in those lower level frequency brainwave states, which is forming our subconscious and during sleep, but we're not conscious of our subconscious during sleep. So if we can use these techniques, then we can access that information that our subconscious holds, which is our programming. I mean, we are running software programs that are established before the development of our prefrontal cortex, which is our brain's CEO. It's literally in the front of our brain and it's making all of our decisions. And it has strongholds of beliefs that were formed before the age of 10, mostly between mm -hmm. the ages of four and seven. So we have these beliefs about life. And if we can just sit down and say, okay, what is really true? A lot of times we cling to these shoulds, but a should mm -hmm. is an expectation. Yes. An outside, outside expectation, an interior expectation. And even if it's an interior expectation, it's probably rooted in an exterior expectation sure. from someone else, from society yes. or from our mom or from our first grade teacher or this whatever. Is what you should do. This is how you should be. Yes. Uh -huh. Exactly. <laughs> so meditation just helps us to get in touch with ourselves. It's our birthright and it's really mainstream modern day magic. And for the most part, it is completely free. I mean, there's apps like Headspace that maybe you pay a few dollars a month, but there's plenty mm -hmm. for free on there. Insight Timer yes. has a lot of free yes. things. Since you COVID, do. you've noticed a lot oh, more. Yeah. Yes, people needed it, of course. Absolutely. Well, talk to us about how you go about it. Like say someone's listening and just, I've never meditated, but I want to try it. What's mm -hmm. a good way to start? There are so many different resources out there. You can Google it. You can go on YouTube. There are thousands and thousands, probably millions of free meditations on YouTube that some are music, some are guided. You know, there's so many different ways you can go to Buddhist temples. You can go to yoga studios. You can find an online course with thousands and probably millions of different. I did a, an online course with Deepak Chopra before I found TM. If you're interested in TM and you have the resources for it, it is a four day course, two hours mm -hmm. each. I highly mm -hmm. advocate for it because it's mantra meditation. Mm -hmm. And a mantra is just a thought word sound that you repeat in your head and you don't have to stop the thoughts, which is what why that worked for me. Mindfulness and meditation never worked for me because it had to do with like pushing the thoughts away and seeing them as floating by on a luscious cloud. And I'm like, well, where is the cloud? And is it about to rain? And I'm just analyzing this cloud. I can't shut my brain off. So this mantra meditation worked for me because it kind of inhabits this space. Like if you have a song stuck in your head, mm -hmm. but you can still think. Okay. And somehow okay. it's like magic. I mean, I have found great resources and I've done some of the advanced meditations. I'm not a TM teacher. I am not, a, you have to find a certified TM teacher in order Transcend, to- We should say what it is. Yeah. But you can just meditation. go to tm.org. <laughs> Transcendental yes. meditation. You can just go to tm.org. But there's so many different kinds out there. So if you want to start, start. I mean, Google yes. it, you know, be it, whatever you it. want to do. And how yeah. many minutes a day? I mean, you can do this for just a few minutes a day yeah. to get started, just to kind of dabble in it. Does that do anything to help you in oh, just yeah, a few minutes absolutely. a day? It's mm -hmm. starting the habit, starting the practice. There's a great book by, um, 
it's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. He says, you know, if you want to start to exercise, maybe make your goal that you're going to come home, lace up your shoes, drive to the gym and stay for 10 minutes. You know, you don't, I, I see these trainers sometimes in the gym and they're pounding these people who haven't exercised in years or who maybe yes. have never exercised. And that's not the way to get somebody to stick to something. You start yes. slow and you just start the habit because if you can go to the gym for 10 minutes, three times a week, then maybe next week you'll stay for 20 minutes. And mm -hmm. then you start to really experience the endorphins and the positive emotions. And you start to feel stronger mentally, physically, spiritually, yes. energetically, you see all the these benefits. Things. Sure. Exactly. But, so it's so just about when you meditate, do you want to just I mean, it probably would be good to find a quiet spot if you could, I would imagine. And listen to music or listen to something. And then what are your, what comes into your mind and how does that change your chemistry and how does that make you feel better and, and do better as a person? Well, there are so many different ways to access this deep space. I mentioned mantra. There's mm -hmm. also body awareness. We can mm -hmm. do breath work. We can do guided meditations. You know, and some of these guided meditations are breath work. There's people like Wim Hof, and he's one of the most famous ones. He's a little extreme, but he has an app and a whole program. And it's, in, it's incredibly intense breathing, but just deepening the breath. I mean, most people don't access the full capacity mm -hmm. of their lungs unless they're regular exercisers. They don't exhale completely, inhale completely from the diaphragm. And just oxygenating your brain and your heart and just putting oxygen in your bloodstream while you're sitting is incredibly invigorating and will make you kind of feel super conscious. So all these things are meditative. If you just close your eyes and bring your circle of awareness within, because mm -hmm. like I said, you know, we're always so focused on out here and people pleasing and tasks and distractions and entertainment and addictions, shopping, yes. you know, whatever it is. And so if we can just find the kind that works for you, you know, so start the habit and then continue to try different kinds. There are mm -hmm. hurts music things that are for very specific ways to heal different parts of your body, you know, and just body awareness. Like a really great way to meditate is when you're experiencing something difficult. And I'm certified as a coach with Dr. Sue Mortar to sit down and notice what area of my body is being activated by this situation. Mm -hmm. And then I've teach this central channel breathing, where we actually reintegrate that part of the body. That's a part of the body that's talking to us. That's not integrated with the rest of it. So we do a central channel breath, which is up and down the spine or the central nervous system where all of your nerves emanate out. And we bring this energy up and down with very intense, but very normal breath. It's just conscious, conscious breath. So it's a breath work and a visualization. It's like a spatial awareness where we're bringing the breath up through our feet and mm -hmm. out our heads and then through our heads and down through our feet. It's incredibly powerful. And it allows us to integrate these charged emotions. And I'll actually say, okay, a client, a client, a customer might be like complaining about a spouse or somebody at work. Mm -hmm. And I, get them into the story so that they're really activated and then tell them to tap in. And then we do the central channel breath after they've already learned it. And after they do the central channel breath, 
eight, 10 times, I say, okay, how do you feel about that coworker right now? And they are different Mm -hmm. because we're bringing awareness and literal oxygen to this area of the body that is calling out to us. A lot of times we're not even conscious that this area is talking to us. Yes. The world would be a better place if we all could just take a few minutes to take a few deep breaths. That would probably do everyone uh, a favor doing that because I think we do react and we are, we move so quickly. I mean, that's just our world anymore. It's, you know, it has to happen yesterday and just to take a moment (laughs) to slow down. It just, it's, it's, it's really, I mean, from what I'm gathering, it's just, it's slowing it down. It's taking a moment. And it's just, I think something that we all should really try to do a little bit more of. I think it, we, we really I think during COVID, a lot of people felt that a little bit more. We had a moment. Mm. We didn't have to rush to work. Mm-hmm. We didn't, you know, it was a horrible time. Let's face it. I mean, it was a, a stressful time, but there was something a little bit different about it. Our pace was a little bit slower. And I think people, a lot of people left their jobs. They stepped yeah. back and they realized maybe this isn't what I wanted to do, or maybe this isn't the life I want to lead. They had a chance to think about it which they normally never did because they were, I call it the gerbil wheel. They were on a gerbil wheel and just keep, get up, go do it again. You know? (laughs) So it does give you an opportunity. Yes. Yeah. Those habits are powerful. Absolutely. So you work with people online. Tell us how you work and what you do. My private coaching is a 13 week plan. That's I call it a bespoke coaching program. I am also about to launch a group coaching or it's really more group teaching because I'm a teacher at heart. I have a master's degree in education and I am a former teacher. I taught for six years and I really like that teaching aspect more than the coaching. I feel like the coaching is a little bit more directive, but Mm -hmm. I, I do take private clients I am very selective about it because mm. I am, I just throw myself into it. So the, the online coaching program will be out soon. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm sure that'll be in the show notes in order to sure. stay abreast with that. Mm-hmm. But I work with people just to learn about their bodies and to learn how to breathe and to learn how to meditate and to learn about some of the physiology that I explained. And of course, I speak publicly and I also work with corporations and I'm, my wife is in medicine. So I work with I started working with dentists and started speaking at dental conferences. And now I work with a lot of different organizations to train their employees how to handle stress in the workplace. So it's less about the spirituality Mm -hmm. and more about just coping and learning Mm -hmm. how to breathe instead of when you're activated. Okay. What's going on with my body right now? I know my stress response is to tell that person off or to bury it. How Mm -hmm. can I breathe into this area? and reintegrate. It's a very secular way of going about life. I mean, even though I'm a spiritual person, I take a really like scientific view. It's, it's like where science meets spirituality because meditation is let's face it, spirituality. So yeah, you can, Mm -hmm. you can find information on my website, sarahwebsays.com. And you have a book out. 
Tell us about that. I do. My book is out. It is an art piece. And again, I alluded to the fact that I experienced some deep trauma and I came out of the closet and I got sober. So the book is two parts. It is called Look Lush, L-O-O-K-L-U-S-H. The first 21 poems are about my rise from the ashes and the use of meditation by looking inside myself. And then the second 34 poems are about me getting sober and coming out of the closet. Talk about being in quarantine during COVID. I was 80 something days sober when quarantine hit. So I spent a lot of time at the beach. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I spent a lot of time at the beach and, and it's also, there are some, you know, sultry poems in there, if you will, uh, about my coming out of the closet, but really it's about healing and healing requires injury. So it doesn't go into gross detail, but it definitely Mm -hmm. is about my journey and Mm -hmm. hopefully by other people seeing this journey of 55 poems, which trust me, there are other books in the works. Uh, You know, this is just getting it out there to allow people another avenue because I am very active on Instagram, but I know that a lot of people are not. And Mm -hmm. so this is just a way to affect people on a deep level. Well, that's beautiful. That really is. How long did it take you to put these poems together? It took a few months to put together, but I've been writing, well, my whole life, but I've been writing these poems in particular for several years. And Mm -hmm. I just decided to put them together in order to heal myself. I mean, people say that poetry is dead, but I say memes are poetry. Quotes are poetry. It's (laughs) all over the internet. It's a great, you can read my book in less than an hour. So it's a great way to reach people. (laughs) Yeah, sure. And again, the name of it? It's Look Lush, Sarah Webb. Look Lush, Sarah Webb. And again, what is your website? It's sarahwebsays.com, S-A-R-A-W-E-B-B-S-A-Y-S. And my handle is the same on Instagram. That's tremendous. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing a little bit about self-healing, self-care, handling stress and meditation, which we all should be doing because it will make the world a better place. (laughs) Thank you, Robin. Appreciate you joining us. And thank you for being with me today for Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Don't forget to like and subscribe and I'll keep you updated on my most recent episode. Till I see you next time, keep living well.